the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of our program brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them right now. Homegrown hanging pots, still available 10-inch, 12-inch. Also, the 14-inch moss baskets. You will not, they are so beautiful. You're not going to find anything as beautiful as these anywhere. Plus, they also have the annual flats, annual 4-inch six inch pots what do you also check out their 12 inch patio pots large selection perennials vegetables herbs trees and shrubs plus pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown right off of route four look for them at facebook landscape materials screen loom mulch dark pine block hemlock crushed stone stop in everything you need to make your home landscaping as beautiful as it can be again they keep up a great facebook page and then also obviously father's day weekend why not get a nice gift certificate get something beautiful for your dad or your grandfather or the father that you know stop it and see them the service is tremendous steve debbie jr byron it's pr landscape materials and garden center well it was the world stage and president biden made it through in some ways but then he couldn't resist he's probably a little bit frustrated tired a little angry and then now enter a uh, female reporter from CNN that asked him a question that he did not like. And I just want to remind people, if this were President Trump, oh, my goodness, they'd talk about the misogyny, the disrespect, how dare he do it. President Trump, uh, excuse me, President Biden, it's not that he, he, he walks back to the question, which I'm sure his people couldn't believe he was actually doing it. It's the manner in which he then talks. It's, it's very condescending. It's insulting. This is where he goes off the rails, and I'm sure the Putin people had a good laugh over this. You know, for a couple hours, he couldn't be so tough to President Putin, and then suddenly there's a female reporter from America, CNN, and he decides to tee off. Wow. You don't understand that you're in the wrong business. I mean, beyond insulting, beyond insulting. And then it's the same thing as just before we got on Air Force One, they start to ask him a few more questions about this. And now he's exhausted. Now he's cracking. And then he, he, he doesn't answer the question. He goes after the reporter in this. a positive question i don't even know how to address something like that meanwhile folks last night hannity the former president president trump talked about the big biden putin summit he didn't want to give that answer because he's about to meet with putin and your reaction to joe and 
And do you think he's up to the job physically, mentally? Let me play this. Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? <laughs> Answer the first question. <laughs> I'm laughing, too. They actually, I... Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that... Uh, uh, The answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was, uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. You know, I do make fun of it, but in all seriousness, Mr. President, that scares the hell out of me. Have you noticed the same well, thing maybe I the see? only time I've ever disagreed with you is about the age, because I guess Joe is going on to be 79 fairly soon. And that's not old, relatively speaking. I know Bernie Marcus, a great gentleman, founder of Home Depot. Oh, I, uh, Bernie Sanders is older. He's 100%. I spoke to him. He's 100%. And other people are in their 90s and 80s, and they're doing great. So, you know, his age is not the problem. And look, I hope he has no problems. I want him to do well. I want him to go out and do well. Uh, I think the election was unbelievably unfair, but I want this guy to go out and do well for our Now, country. what's interesting about that is um, Sean Hannity, that who obviously enjoys a good relationship with President Trump, President Trump, who, who just turned 75. So let's do the math, folks. Next year, 22, right? 76, 23, 77. 24 next time there's a race for president he would be 78 years old so i think sean hannity misread the situation now hannity by the way wasn't wrong but i think you're going to see them back down on the uh the age thing a little bit this is a little bit more of um president trump folks last night on the sean hannity program on fox uh, right here. 160 million jobs. Oh, hold on. Can we start for the beginning? Is there anything, and we have a minute left. <clears throat> if you do run in 2024, what might you do differently? What do you know now that you didn't know in 2016? Well, you know, we ran a very successful administration. We had the greatest economy in history. We had 160 million jobs. We were never even close to that. No, Nobody was ever even close to that. And we did it twice because then we did it after the pandemic. We came with a vaccine. We did a lot of great things. And we did it after. But I was under siege with fake investigations and everything. And I was doing this while I was under siege from phony people with phony Russia, Russia, Russia that was caused by Clinton and the DNC, Democrats, and all of that. And we did it. We built Space Force. We did, you know, we did. We rebuilt the military. We got the largest tax cut in history, the largest regulation cuts in history. Not even close. We did Anwar, which oh, they've already uh, excluded, thanks to Murkowski in Alaska. Now, again, he asked the question. I know some of the media is saying that President Trump just started going off uh, the whole thing about playing the hits again. But he was he was asked the question. Now, I think what this is important is President Trump, and again, folks, it's John DePietro, President Trump recognizes how important it is for him for next year, the midterms, to help get some people elected. Here we go. Wisconsin, you got Ohio, you got Arizona. If that's not a bellwether, I don't know. What do you anticipate your involvement for 2022 will be? You started endorsing some people. You're going to be out on the road. And what are your thoughts of 2024? Will you be making a comeback? So I'm very honored to say that my endorsement means more than any endorsement that has ever been given by anybody. I mean, you know, I'm, we're winning. We just won Republican Party chairman of uh, North Carolina and of Georgia and of other places. We just won uh, two races in Texas. We won a great race in Louisiana. This is just intermediate to what's happening. Uh, I'll be working and getting a lot of great people elected. And, uh, you know, again, they go up 20, 30, 40 points sometimes. People, the fake news doesn't like talking about it. But the the numbers are really incredible. So I'm working on 22, getting a lot of good senators and a lot of good Congress people elected. And then uh, we'll be making a decision on 2024. But if you look at the numbers, uh, 
People are liking me more now than ever before, but I think that's the reason is they're watching what's happening with our country. They're watching no energy independence. They're watching the border. Never has there been a scene like what's happening at the border and the death that's being caused. This isn't just border. This is death and criminals pouring into our country. They're looking at the economy. They're looking at inflation. They're looking at interest rates. They're looking at gasoline prices. And I guess it's making me very popular. Is there you know, that is is actually well said for President Trump. And what I think, folks, it's it's important that he he recognizes he's not taking the bait. Um, he's recognizing the biggest thing he could do right now is help some people get elected next year. Hey, I want to remind you, if you're in an, uh, you or someone, you know, or a family member in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, folks, you need a fighter. You are entitled to be compensated for your injuries. Take advantage of this free consultation. Fight back. Call Jack, 401-785-9400. Attorney Jack Calvino, over 50 years personal experience, personal injury law. How about 100 years combined staff experience? Jack Calvino, call today. Free consultation, 401-785-9400. You want a fighter in there. Boy, it'd be great if they just said, yes, we recognize that you were injured. Uh, and you, you're entitled to be compensated for your injuries. It just doesn't work that way. Folks, fight back. Call Jack, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. By the way, if you visit the website, depetro.com, we do a video up. Boy, that is a bad rat problem in the city of Cranston. My goodness, look at that, broad daylight, and they're big. Rats are supposed to be nocturnal. They're only supposed to come out at night. There's so many of them, and they're so um, aggressive that there they are. And you can see the video. Even I, I mean, I was stunned. It's daylight. Now, granted, it was, you know, between 7, 30, 8 o'clock. It's still light out, though. But there they are. They are so brazen. That is a bad rat problem. You can see them right there on the website, depetro.com. Uh, and the website, again, sponsored by the Coesed Inn. Remember, established in 1977, great food. What a menu they have. Look for them online, and again, they're located 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, the Coesed Inn. Big bar, open daily uh, from noon until 10 o'clock, the Coesed Inn. Let's um, go back to President Trump last night on with Sean Hannity. And again, I thought um, President Trump... I thought he he actually showed uh, great discipline, and and I think um, a lot of uh, of what he was saying, it, I think it makes sense. It it just seems to be thought out. Um, and as as far as President President Biden, I don't I listen. They had to have a meeting with Putin, and I know a lot of people are going to say he you know was off his game and this and that, but. Listen, you got to understand, it's it's more important to have um, his top people having communication with Putin's top people. As much as Putin was pretty smug yesterday, which he was, and there's so much more information that we have on them, that we don't tip all our cards to them. I, I think, you know, for us to have a direct rapport and call them out and make it very clear that the United States is not going to allow these cyber criminals to hack in, you know, and, and again, I get that people can disagree as I do with apparently, the, you know, President Biden was saying these are the targets that are off limits, although I'd like to think all targets are off limits. But I still think it's it's a win. I still think it's a success. Um, anyone that's watching, it, it seems very clear. <laughs> That he is not going to be a two-term president. Just I, I, a trip like that takes a lot out of you, and he was exhausted. Um, and I think President Trump was actually smart to kind of notice he did kind of swat down the Sean Hannity thing. I'm just not convinced. After listen, President Trump wasn't young in office. President Biden is 78 years old. He will, if everything continues on the path it is, he's going to turn 80 years old in office again. It's um. No one is saying he, you know, that someone that age can't be working efficiently. But when you have trips like this and very intense meetings, let's face it, it takes a lot out of you. There's a big difference between someone uh, 42 years old or 46 years old going through that and someone who's almost 80 years old. 
Uh, it doesn't mean that someone that, as I've said in the past, I mean, Bernie Sanders is 79. You'd sometimes never know it. Former Mayor Mike Bloomberg, you heard President Trump mention the CEO of Home Depot is 92 years old. But, but there's a big difference between that and the unpredictability of being the president of these types of trips you have to go on. And there's a lot of prepping. And um, listen, it would take a lot of whatever. I heard a reporter saying, listen, we were all tired at the end of it. This is like a two-day trip. Think how people are when they get back from vacation. People are like sometimes a little tired. People say they need a vacation after the vacation. These are pretty intense meetings. And it's the world stage and very little room, if any, for error. So, but I think it is important for us to reestablish ourselves in the world and more importantly, put them on notice that we're not going to allow them to go after us in that manner. All right, we have a lot more ahead again. uh, But the big news, of course, as I even called it out yesterday, was President Biden snapping at that reporter. Um, I'm sure his people wish he had just kept going. He had left. He had finished. Had he had he not gone back? He was under no she wasn't even on the list. He was a no. He was under no obligation to talk to her. Caitlin Collins from CNN, who I did interview, by the way, in New Hampshire at that last Trump rally in uh, February, the night before the New Hampshire primary. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, Professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508 336 7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508 336 7801. Again, 508 336 7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508 336 78. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Software. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Outside your home, let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that, that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Softwash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Softwash. Remember, it's biodegradable it's plant safe look for them on facebook bethel b-e-t-h-e-l their facebook page the before and after are just tremendous contact them today for a free same day text estimate 401-617-2585 401-617-2585 again remember they have a great website it's rhode island softwashing.com bethel certified softwash and power wash Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, he is attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, I'm going to start off, if you don't mind, with this uh, rather unusual case of this uh, gentleman. Just based on the facts that we have him so far, 
alleging that he bought some stock uh, with McDonald Corporation. McDonald's back in the early 70s. And according to him, he feels that I think it's now worth he's going after them, I think, in federal court to the tune of around uh, $800,000. And McDonald's is saying that they don't have a, a record of this stock purchase. It's a you know, somewhat unusual story. It's a very unusual story. This gentleman bought McDonald's stock back in 1972. You know, the world was much different in 1972. There were no computers. There was no Charles Schwab discount accounts. You know, you had to go to a broker to buy stock. You couldn't do it online like today. Now, he originally buys a modest number of shares which over the years, there's been eight times that the stock is split. Sometimes it's been a three for two split, sometimes a two for one split. But with all of the um, uh, splitting of the stock, the number of his shares has obviously multiplied over the decades. And he now claims that his shares with all of those splits and um, things of that nature is worth north of $800,000. Um McDonald said, we don't know who this guy is. We don't have any record of him ever being a shareholder. Um, there's no record of anything going out to him. Uh, we don't have him in our books as an owner. And anytime you own stock in a company, you are a fractional owner. No matter how small that fraction, you are an owner. You are entitled to attend annual meetings of the board. Um, you have certain voting rights on issues. So McDonald's is saying, Show us something. Show us the evidence, you know, the brokerage house from whom you purchased this. Do you have a receipt? Now, most people don't have their records from 50 years ago. So now they're saying, you know, do you have any tax records? Do you have any dividend statements? Do you have any quarterly statements? Do you have anything from McDonald's uh, in the last 50 years updating you on the status of your uh, portfolio? Another way this gentleman may have records is let's assume he was doing all of his um, investing with Merrill Lynch, just to use yeah. a name. Um, Merrill Lynch would say, okay, sir, you've got, you know, on a monthly or quarterly basis, you've got 50 shares of Coca-Cola, you've got 200 shares of General Electric, you've got 35 shares of McDonald's, etc. There'd be something over the years showing his ownership interest. So even though there were no computers and no computerized records, there's got to be something um, to extrapolate back that far to show that he's got an ownership interest. But um, it's a very interesting case. He is in court, and either he's going to come up with a sufficient quantity and quality of evidence to prove his ownership, or he isn't. I mean, I don't... I guess you'd have to really have a forensic analysis of whatever he's got. If he's got a stock certificate, is it real? Is it a phony? You know, just like we can tell if, you know, coins are fake or if um, paper money is fake or other negotiable instruments are fake or real. Um, the same would have to be done forensically with whatever documents he has um, reflecting his ownership interest. So, uh, it's it's hard to believe nothing has happened in the last 50 years and suddenly he pops up and says, here I am. It does sound a little suspicious. Yeah. <clears throat> and especially, Tim, if um, if all he has is the document, um, you know, and he's still insisting it's legit. But uh, McDonald's, they, they seem to seem confident in their position that the individual would have received some communication with the company over that that period of time. Or from the guy's brokerage house, or if yeah. he's got any reporting that he does for tax purposes. I mean, yep. there's got to be something other than this one stock certificate that he mm. purportedly has. Yeah. Folks, again, I was speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, interesting enough, Cranston's own Stephen Sicoccio is, um, is back in the news. And, um, and, and this has an interesting twist to it, if you could walk us through it. Very interesting twist. Um, the most recent twist in this very long saga of the Sakoshas and their involvement with um, allegedly laundering money for the Cali drug cartel. Um, the allegations, and I guess what was proved during trial was that Stephen Sakosha and his organization 
were the largest um, national or international launderer of uh, drug money from the Cali drug cartel, which back in the 80s and 90s was the biggest player in, in that particular universe. So the most recent um, motions were filed by Steve Sakosha's wife and his brother-in-law saying that they should not be obligated um, for the restitution order of $136 million, saying that they were only bit players in this and that Steve was the mastermind and that the obligation should be his and not shared um, collectively by these junior players in this criminal enterprise. Um, the case went up to the First Circuit. The First Circuit said, no, wife and brother-in-law, you're still on the hook. Uh, and they're on the hook for two different reasons. And they both tried to use a recent su Supreme Court case to say that they shouldn't be on the hook. The case that they were talking about dealt with a hardware store, which was a front for laundering money. And one of the people who got wrapped up criminally was somebody who was like a cashier who knew about the enterprise but didn't share in the profits, was not an integral player. And that cashier had gotten um, a, de a determination that he was co-obligated with the main players for millions of dollars in restitution. He challenges and the court says, no, you're only a junior player. You're not on the hook. So Donna Sakosha tries to use the same argument. The court says, no, not so fast. You're, you had an intimate knowledge of what was going on. You were a participant Many of the checking accounts where the money was laundered had you and Stephen as the joint tenants or the co-owners of these accounts. So you did have a financial stake and you were being rewarded or you were obtaining the, uh, the fruits of this criminal enterprise in terms of money. So no, Donna, you're still on the hook. The brother-in-law's case is a bit more curious. Brother-in-law is a guy named Hurley. And he also says, listen, I'm a bit player. I didn't share in the profits of this thing. You know, I, I, I didn't profit from this whole thing. You know, I was employed. I knew it was going on. I participated, but I was not a main participant. The court said that Hurley had essentially waived, quote unquote, um, any argument he might have had on this issue as he did not, quote, present evidence that he didn't get directly or indirectly any of the ill-gotten money. Well, if he didn't get any, how can he present evidence that he didn't get any? Right. There's no way to do that. So I found the court's uh, conclusion a bit quizzical. You know, if, it's like saying, you know, prove to me that you weren't involved in the bonded vault job, John. Mm. And you say, I can't give you proof. I wasn't involved. What are you talking about? Right. So Hurley's sort of in the same position, but they said you didn't prove that you didn't get the money, which again, just reading what we're all reading from the court's decision, it's, it's puzzling. But in any event, uh, these two remain co-obligated with Steve Sakosha for the full 136 million dollars so mm. whatever money they might earn or whatever windfalls may come their way will be intercepted by the feds and applied towards this restitution order for the rest of their lives wow folks quick break a lot more attorney tim dodd right here on the john DePietro show mega truck and trailer repair call them today commercial trailers diesel equipment serving rhode island and massachusetts 508 336-2110-508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, mega truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's mega truck and trailer repair. 
If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401 305 3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, one understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dot. Tim, this next story is uh, interesting because it may seem under the guise of, uh, you know, it's just a hoax and used to be radio stations. The FCC's really cut back. But this time, it it has to do with someone who's now with uh, Barstool Sports. Kurt Menahan used to be on EEI and uh, made uh, seemingly a prank phone call to a mayor. And he was pretending to be someone else. But the mayor claimed he knew it was Menahan, went along with it. But then it was actually trying to take legal action against him. Well, yes, I think the mayor was – the mayor sued – this broadcaster who was pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. So he, let's say he fraudulently. Joe, Joe Curritone of Somerville. Kurt, right. And he's he, going he, after Kirk Menahan, who yeah. I think he was pretending to be um, Kevin Cullen from the Boston Globe. That's right. Yeah. So I, I'm not that familiar with all those players, but yeah. essentially the mayor was led to believe he was speaking to one individual where it where he, in fact, was speaking to a different individual. And he brought a cause of action against Barstool and this broadcaster saying he had been fraudulently induced to go on the radio. And although it was a prank, it showed him in a bad light and he would not have participated if he had known that it was a prank and that he wasn't speaking to who he thought he was speaking to. The case went all the way up to the um, Massachusetts, uh, it's the SJ. SJC, the Supreme Judicial Court in the state of Massachusetts. And the SJC dismissed the mayor's case, saying, if this was a prank call, it was a prank call. At the, at, at, in, in its essence, you knew you were going on the radio. You knew you were talking to an individual and that whatever you said was going out on the airwaves. So although you didn't know that you're speaking to a different individual, you knew that you were going to be asked questions and say things, and those things were going to go out on the air. So there's no case. If somebody had called the mayor and said, this is between you and me, mayor, or this will never get on the air, or this is off the record, and then they proceed to uh, broadcast it, the mayor would have had a good case, I believe. But under these circumstances, the SJC got it right. They said, you knew you were talking on the air to somebody, so no case. Oh. And I think they got it right. And I think the <clears throat> SJC, in so many words, almost not scolded the mayor, but 
suggested somewhat the, um, the, the the case in in its in the main was somewhat frivolous that the mayor brought that there really wasn't a true cause of action and his complaints against this bar stool in this broadcaster were somewhat frivolous and somewhat petty in nature and the mayor did it just because he was made to look a little foolish and he was embarrassed. Tim Dodd, staying in Massachusetts, boy, it's tough to keep track, but the Boston bomber was found guilty, and then he was going to get the death penalty, the brother's still alive, and then they said he was not going to get the death penalty, and now they're ruling that he, what what are they ruling, that he is going to get the death penalty? No, not yet. What's happened is, after Sarnayev was convicted, and after the conviction, the jury um, determined that the death penalty was the appropriate um, sanction. Um, Sarnayev's attorneys appealed, claiming that the judge erred, the trial judge erred, because he did not, number one, properly uh, inquire of the jury as to whether they had been influenced by pretrial publicity and that he allegedly didn't do that correctly. Further, the trial judge limited the amount of testimony that was allowed in or, or evidence that was allowed in um, as to what the brother, Tamerlan uh, Sarnayev, did in pre- preparing for this um, bombing during the Boston Marathon. The theory would be that the older brother, Tamerlan, was the mastermind. He had done all the planning. He had built the bomb. And that this uh, younger brother was sort of the go-along guy and, again, the junior participant in this criminal um, operation. And the the appellant, the the defendant's attorneys, uh, got the First Circuit Court to agree, saying if the jury knew more fully that the older brother, Tamerlan, was the mastermind, the jury may not have been convinced that the death penalty was the appropriate sanction. And uh, obviously, the, the First Circuit thought that the issue of the trial judge managing the question of pretrial publicity was handled incorrectly. So now the case is appealed. It's going to be, I believe, going up to the Supreme Court. And one of the interesting questions for the incoming Biden administration was, what's the U.S. Attorney's Office, which, which comes under you know, the Attorney General's Department, going to do. Um, Joe Biden and his administration, I believe, has taken a position that it is not in favor of the death penalty. But in this particular case, the U.S. attorney handling the matter did recommend the death penalty. So that's a bit interesting in that this U.S. attorney who was appointed by the Biden administration is pursuing a policy, death penalty, which is inconsistent with the stated position of this administration. So that's the political side of the coin. The other side of the coin is, were these two factors truly something that prejudiced the ability of this jury to come out with a correct decision on the death penalty? Or as the um, U.S. Attorney's Office is um, suggesting, merely, quote, harmless error, close quote. Um, That's going to be a tough call. I mean, I think... The popular sentiment would be that this guy deserves the death penalty. Right. Um, if you're a death penalty <clears throat> opponent, there's nothing that could be said that would make one think that the death penalty is appropriate um, if you're simply opposed to the death penalty. But the U.S. attorney taking this position that the death penalty is appropriate is somewhat provocative because it's coming out of this administration. At the end of the day, I don't think that the um, court will order a new trial on this issue. Um, I think there's a strong possibility that they will, it, the Supreme Court would flip the decision of the First Circuit and simply reinstate the death penalty um, verdict of the jury during the actual initial trial. And not, otherwise, you'd have to have a whole retrial, John. You'd have to go through the whole thing again which would be just a dreadful circumstance for all of the injured persons and all of the folks whose lives were upended because of this. Yeah, I don't think they want that. Folks, another quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here.
on the John DePietro Show. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cannell Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial, in the wintertime. JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today. For Light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600. 401 351-7600. It's JKL Engineering. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401 401- 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service 401-439-6028 Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist Yankee Tree Service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, as we're um, now into mid-June, what are some uh, high-profile cases uh, Supreme Court? I know that there's action now because I believe at the end of the month eviction notices were supposed to be uh, started to be allowed again. They weren't uh, evicting people, or they stop people being evicted during the pandemic. But what are some other things, other cases we may want to watch? Well, just on just on the eviction uh, stay that's scheduled yeah. to expire on June thirtieth, we talked about this last week. That you know, landlords for the last fifteen, well, maybe not fully fifteen months, there's been moratoriums which have been extended and extended yep. that you can't physically remove a tenant who is not paying the rent. You can get a judgment. You can get a judgment for 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand, but you can't collect it and you can't throw the people out. So Mm. your hands are tied. And while your hands are tied, you're still paying your mortgage. You're still paying the insurance and everything else that goes along with ownership of rental property. Um, Our attorney general, Peter Nerona is one of I think about 20 or 25 attorneys general around the country who is pressing for the moratorium to be extended beyond June 30th, which is really interesting as the, as the country's coming back to life and businesses are reopening and people are going back into the office and restaurants are open, et cetera. 
um, our attorney general is saying, no, no, the moratorium should continue on. There's many, many landlords this aching to get to June 30th so they can start to arrange to move these non-paying people out, fix up the apartments, and hopefully rent to new tenants who will actually pay the rent. Um, that's going to be a very politically driven decision. And you can almost line up who is going to be against um, continuing this moratorium and who's going to be for it, in favor of it. The other big case, which the Supreme Court is going to duck, at least for this session, um, is there's a case which they're considering. It doesn't look like they're going to take it which is the Harvard discrimination case, which I think is a pretty significant case. This case, you'll recall, was brought by a number of Asian or Asian-American um, applicants to Harvard who had impeccable credentials, but Harvard was basically um, just allegedly discriminating against them, the theory being well, we can't have too many smart Asian kids in our class. We have to diversify things. And there's just too many good Asian applicants and we can't have them all. So even though they are the best qualified in many cases, we can't take them all. And the Asian students are saying, what are you talking about? If we're the best qualified, why don't we get in? Right. Now, Harvard, Harvard suggests that they have discretion because the admission policy is not simply driven by academic performance. There's other intangibles. They want diversity. They want people from all the different states, many different countries, many different backgrounds, many different experiences. But it is almost, as the plaintiffs in that case argue, an instance of reverse discrimination. Now, the Supreme Court looks like they're going to duck that case. Um, the significance of it were the, were the Supreme Court to take it on uh, could be very significant because if the Supreme Court found that the Harvard policy was unsupportable because it's discriminatory against a specific group, um, that could go a long way towards ending um, this selectivity for college admission based upon racial considerations. I know that the counsel for this Asian um, case with the Asian students challenging Harvard. This has been a decades-long uh, push by the attorneys involved to end uh, race-based um, college, college admission consideration. Um, and it's just an interesting development. I mean, everyone who says this is such a conservative court might have presumed that this would be the type of case that the purported conservative majority would be more than happy and more than anxious to take on to get rid of this race-based, uh, allegedly race-based situation, but it doesn't look like they're going to touch it, John. Mm. And, and for all the crowing that it's a 6-3 court, it's more like a 5-4 court, and yep. um, it, it's, it's not as lopsided, in my view, as you know the uh, popular um, opinion that's pushed out there would have you believe. It's, it's really a 5-4 court. Tim Dodd, um, finally, this I, I can't believe this case is still floating out there, but the former state representative-elect pleads to embezzlement campaign finance charges. This was that Lofton Asensio. So he gets elected immediately before he even serves. The whole th thing starts uh, falling apart. It, it's just uh, that was November of 18 when the thing started going south. And uh, here we are in June of 2021. Tim Dodd, it's just another example. But, boy, these things really uh, – they don't exactly rocket through the uh, our, our justice system. No, they don't. And, you know, you can blame um, COVID in part because the right. courts have True. really been in a very skeletal um, court appearances. It's it's really slowed everything down, Yeah, um, especially on the criminal side. But this is a, a sad case, if you will. Uh, mm. This young man was, I guess, very popular in the district he was running from. Uh, he won his election with, I believe, 64, 65 percent of the vote, which is a pretty big win. But there immediately came suspicions that he had not funded his campaign correctly. And when the Board of Elections looked into this, which was done before he was sworn in in January, come to find out that it looks like 
well, he was apparently involved with the Sierra Club of Rhode Island. And in that capacity, he diverted some thirteen or $14,000 of Sierra Club money to fund his campaign, which mm. is an improper and illegal campaign contribution. So he was charged with one felony count of embezzlement because he improperly took Sierra Club money, converted it, and used it for his own campaign. And then there were some, you know, a, a number of counts about um, campaign finance violations. He didn't have a treasurer properly certify the source of funds and how the funds were spent. And what he did was a pretty inept attempt to um, embezzle money and use it for his election. So he winds up getting a five-year suspended sentence, which is a conviction, which will be on his record for a long time. Um, you can't move to get anything expunged from your record on a felony for at least 10 years after your sentence ends. So assume a five-year suspended sentence, He's then going to wait 10 years after that to even attempt to get this expunged from his record. So wow. as a young man, he's going to have this hanging over his head for 15 years. Anytime mm. anyone, anyone pulls his BCI for the next 15 years, this is going to show up, which would, I would presume hamper his future job prospects, unfortunately for him. Yeah. Um, and he's going to pay restitution of $13,387 to the Sierra wow. Club. Now, in all the time, John, and all the time, as you correctly point out, from when this occurred to now, the guy's paid a little over 2000 back in restitution. So he still has a long way to go. Mm. Folks, he is our uh, legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, great job, and uh, we will talk to you again. Thanks, John. Take care. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300, MEGA MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, your housing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies? You can depend on MEGA MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 401- 431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics. 401-431-2300. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025